getting all notes off here. Are you doing your notes off your phone today? Yeah. That'll be I fun. I forgot my iPad. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, I don't have my... Wait. Do, nope. Me. Or my iPad. That's okay. Ipid. We are professionals. Are we? Let's say yes. Yeah, it's maybe. I mean, I think the barrier for professional is very low. I mean, if you were to walk around our office and say, are we professional? That'd be well, a isn't the idea that no. if you are paid, then you are a professional? I mean, I don't know if it's the best, uh, That's but it's kind of just terrible. It's just kind of how we gauge whether someone is professional or not. Because if you are working professionally, you're you're getting paid to do something. Therefore, you are working professionally. Therefore, you are professional. Okay. I mean, it's logical, but is it actually right? No, uh, maybe not. Not really. You can bamboozle people. <laughs> bamboozle is a really good word. Oh, it's the best. It should it should be um, used in our everyday vernacular quite often. Vernicler. 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 Uh, anyway, hi, welcome to the Bite Me Podcast. This is episode 145, where we talk about video games and stuff and things. Video games. Yep, it's a rotating chair of who's gone this week. And Cliff is gone. <laughs> He's out of here. He's out of here. <laughs> um, Cliff is in Washington, D.C. doing worky stuff. Yes. Yeah. So Sounds awful. Right? Apparently it is hot. It's very hot. Is on the East Coast. Here. It's lovely I think here. our summer is finally, mm-hmm. it's going down now. We're going to have one more hot day on Friday. And I won't be here. I'll and be on an airplane. Airplane? Mm-hmm. I'm going to Australia. Australia. I don't even pretend I know how to do that accent. Um, hopefully, I'm going to be able to catch up with Mr. Jack Irish. Kangaroo Jack, Jackie Bean, Jackie, whatever his name is this week. <laughs> I don't know. Jack um, and the Beans. That guy. Um, in the Brisbane. The Brisbane. Yeah. I don't know if our schedules are going to completely match up, but hopefully they will. If not, try. hey, I'll just wave at you. I'll throw a wallaby at you. Yeah. You can leave something under a rock for him. Oh, I could. It'll be like a scorpion or something. <laughs> Whatever crazy something. thing. Just something that can kill you. This is a different They're all world. over the it's place. It's just a different world there. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite side of the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, fascinating place. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm leaving tomorrow morning, which is why we're doing this show. Meow, and I'm getting right up out of here as soon as we're done. So yeah. I can, I can double, triple check my backpack, make sure everything is packed in that backpack. Just trying to say pack as many possible times. Put it on your back. And then I'm packed. Pack, backpack, ready sure. to pack. Jack. Right. Um, so we are going to talk about some video game stuff today. By the way, I am Adam West. The Dylan. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, I'm Cliff, all the way from Washington, D.C. Uh, so we've got some news to talk about. We're going to do a quick PAX review, but there's going to be more of that next week when Cliff is here and I am not because I did not go to PAX yet again. I know. I'm a, I'm a turd. It's... <laughs> I need to go. I do. Yeah. So, but whatever. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, Gears 5 is on the way. Dave Bautista is going to be a playable character. Ooh. Yay. Uh, sea of Thieves News Plus, a Nintendo Direct just happened not more than one single solitary hour ago. Yeah. Yeah, and we're going to talk about that. All kinds of stuff. So much cool stuff. And one of the big things that I'm like, I was beside myself with excitement when you told me what was happening. Blah, blah. Um, Yeah, I'm not even going to be able to really do that. 
the day it launches because I'm going to be on an airplane. Right. But that's fine. So we'll talk about that as well as questions from Vinny, uh, Megan, it's Eddie, Joe Coleslaw, and Optimist Prime, plus some cheap free games on the Epic Store and stuff coming to Xbox Game Pass uh, soon. Yeah. Don't know exactly when, but hey, soon. Soon is good enough. Right? But first we start with what we are playing and what am I playing? Um, Oh, I started a game called Moonlighter. I tried that. Yeah, it's really interesting. I don't like it. Oh, okay. I don't dislike it. I really wanted to like this game so much, and I just did not at all. Why do you not like it? Is it the... The selling mechanic is terrible. Um... It's bad. I find it interesting. It's not good. For you... It just, it, I don't like that I just put an arbitrary price on something and someone comes up and smiles or doesn't. And then, like, I adjust that way. It's like, it, like, it's not giving you any information of, like, is this a desirable ore? You would generally know that. You would know okay. if you looked at this shiny thing, hey, this looks desirable, but for some reason, this is as, de- as desirable as a twig. And I'm selling both for the same price. It's like, it, it, supply and demand. Yeah, but it's a twig or this like precious. You don't. The thing is, I don't know what the things are. They're just like things. Yeah, and that was kind of my problem. It's like I have no idea of what to see. I'm thinking. I'm thinking as the game goes on, like you'll start. You'll you'll be able to kind of go. Okay, I think that I should be able to put it in this range and this over here. I can get in that range. Or I mean, just based on what people are wanting to make or what they're looking for, you can kind of. I I don't know. I've had pretty good success right yeah. off the bat with my pricing. Like, I mean, it worked. Like, so yeah. I'm not knocking them that it doesn't work. Like, it, the system does work. I would just like to, like, something to pop up to give me, like, information. Like, I want to, like, like, like I'm looking at the stock market. I want to see some graphs and, right. and stuff. Well, like, finally, you can use that. Show me that, some graphs. You can use that stupid stocks app on your phone right. that comes standard on everything that I have never used. But yeah. maybe maybe you should have a little device that tells you. Right. So, like, okay. some, I want some information to track what I'm actually doing doing rather than just like arbitrarily pricing this thing and then like upping it where right. I see that someone like walked away with a steal. I'm like, okay. But then I went back to the same dungeon a few times and got some of the same things and I was like, well, that was really repetitive. Uh-huh. So like that was where I like stopped playing, unfortunately. Well, I haven't played a whole lot. I just played enough to kind of go, should I have bought this? Because I didn't buy it. It came on Game Pass for PC. Right. Um, so th- I, that was one of those games where I'm like, oh, this game is like $5 here or $6 there. And I'm like, maybe I should do that. Oh, but wait, it was just announced on Game Pass 48 hours later. Game Pass, so. it was given away on the Epic Store, and it was also in a Humble Bundle. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. So I've probably, okay. You can play it in three different places. I'm sure I could. Um, I also was playing Bastion on my Switch because it was on sale for like three whole dollars and I had points. So I'm like, I will pick that up on my Switch because I think it is a fabulous little game. Uh, so you should definitely play that. Um, I'm only maybe a half hour or so into it because I just started playing because I'm still wasting my life on Slay the Spire because um, it's so good. And I almost beat the second Spire, uh, floor like 27 or 28 or something. So that was fun. Um, I did that. And uh, that's really all I've been playing because I've been playing the whole let's see how much crap I can get to backpack for Australia. Yeah. Yeah. All about, of it. What about you? What are you playing? I kind of dabbled in some things um, this week. Um, I tried 
out Guns, Gore, and Cannoli 2, which I was a huge fan of the first one, but the second one didn't feel the same way. And I don't know if it literally does feel the same way and I just forgot and I just don't want to play a second one or if it actually they tried to do something a little different with it. I don't okay. know. So I'm going to figure that out. I might have to boot up the first one again and like play it and then play the second one and be like, okay, what am I, what's different? Because it doesn't feel the same to me. And I don't know why. So um, you don't like? Are you saying you just don't it like it? Or it's it doesn't just, like? Just doesn't I loved right. the first one. Like I it remember was just fun, and this one I'm not getting that same sensation from, and I don't know why though. So it's a mystery. Maybe it was just this is like a caper. It might have just been one singular sensation. Yes. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Exactly. It might be over. My never mind. Um, <laughs> I also tried Brawlhalla, which is a game that has always captured my eye. Same. Um, And it's free to play now, so you can play with a base roster of characters, and you can buy the other ones, basically. Okay. Or you can earn in-game currency through playing it and unlock characters that way, too, as a lot of these kind of games do. And this is probably how this game should go, because... There's not a lot to it other than like playing Smash Bros, but that's all it is. Oh, it's is, just that, like, is it like a Smash clone? Yeah, pretty okay. much. Um, I don't know if it's simpler or there's actually more like combination to it. Um, uh, yeah. I didn't play it a lot though, so I don't I don't know yet. I don't know what this game is to it. I kind of like looked up people's thoughts on it, and it's rated fairly high. So I'm maybe I'm gonna try to play this game a little bit more. Um, I kind of just play with the bots a little bit to get a handle of the game, but you can play against match made people online, or mm-hmm. might, I might be fun to have people over and do it couch co op. I'm not. Oh yeah, I'm watching the trailer I'm not now. Positive. The game looks. Yeah, good, I though. remember watching this, and I've I've always um, kind of been curious about it. And it's got a lot of cool like crossover characters too, like Shovel Knight's in there. If you want to buy Shovel Knight, um, Hellboy is a crossover character. They got like the Adventure Time dude. Okay. Um, what about is it the is Shantae in there the the genie girl? Maybe is that who I saw. Um, huh. And uh, they also have some WWE characters in there now, so you can play as Dwayne The Rock Johnson or John Cena. So <laughs> I don't like they're getting some. They must be making some money because they're they can they're licensing buy some really The good Rock, stuff. who is arguably the biggest. He made eighty five million dollars right. last so year. They put Think The Rock that. in the game, which I don't know if you can buy The Rock through WWE. Like I don't know if they still have some mm-hmm. sort of. A license on his likeness, so I don't know if they actually licensed it from The Rock or the WWE brand. So I guess that I don't know. But anyway, it's kind of a fun game. I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little bit more. Um, but one of the uh, my highlights for sure of this week was at ID at Xbox mm-hmm. and also at PAX was a game called Hot Shot Burn. Okay, and it is the best thing that was at. Those shows, it's awesome. <laughs> I can't wait. It's in early access on Steam currently at a $15 price point. Um, at ID at Xbox and PAX, they were demoing um, a version of the game that had more maps and an additional character than what is currently in the game, but I think you're supposed to get that content this month. Um, and if you buy in now, you get all the future content with this game for 
price of admission, whatever. Okay. It is going to come to Switch and the other stuff in February, I think they said. Um, but this game is kind of like um, like Duck Game or At Sundown. Um, I don't know what these games are called necessarily, but the games where you basically get shot once and die and you're in a little arena and you move around quickly and try to shoot each other. Um, and it kind of feels like this one's top-down, isometric top-down kind of. Okay. So it's kind of twin sticky but you have a primary fire and a uh, secondary fire or ability, I, I guess. I think you showed you showed, um, I showed you the this. trailer. It's kind of like as this quirky game show where you just decimate your opponents. <laughs> and the characters are fun. They kind of, as to quote the guys that were demoing the game, the developers, they kind of went with this like Rick and Morty Invader Zim art style. Um, that's kind of some of the names they threw out because it does look really good, like nice crisp lines mm-hmm. and like that that early two thousands into the modern day cartoon kind of look. Right, but it, it, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Um, like the Powerpuff Girls meet like uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, right? Um, and it just looks really good. But the game plays really well. It's a riot to play with three people sitting on the chairs next to you, which is how I played it at PAX um, and ID at Xbox. Um, it was just so much fun. Um, they're gonna <clears throat> get a new character like every month is their plan, um, and it's just it was just a super fun game. Um, and as a game like Out Sundown that I really loved, I think this game just twist that game enough and makes it more enjoyable just because it's character based. So instead of being a nameless faceless guy who chooses shotgun or sniper rifle or submachine gun, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm Bongo and I have a grenade launcher and I can drop a mine. <laughs> and Bongo is very different than Umad, who is like this weird squid thing that shoots a bouncy projectile and also can like turn into an uh inflated like invincible bubble so you can like temporarily deflect things Mm -hmm. so like the just that little variation in how the characters play is what makes this game i think just so interesting cool um and the maps were all different too so each map has a different thing underwater map physics are going to be different underwater right you're going to move slower and slipperier 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 Or this one has a herd of buffaloes that run through the middle occasionally, so don't get caught in the middle when the buffaloes run through Jesus. kind of thing. So, or maybe do, because it'll put you at the other end of the map or whatever. I don't know how, like, just little different interactions, and it was just it was just a riot, so. Fun. And uh, when is that out? On, it's, it's on Steam Early Access right. now, so if that sounds interesting to you, get it, hit me up so we can play together. Cause there's, I don't think there is any matchmaking at this point. Okay. Um, but they also have a very active discord that you can get in to give the developers feedback and also find people to play with. There's 4,500 members in their discord. Uh, and, uh, but it will be coming to Switch, which I will definitely get it again for Switch when it comes out. And they said February-ish, I think. So okay. that's the plan to get it to everywhere else. Sounds um, good. So that's Hot Shot Burn. It was, uh, it's my favorite. Nice. My favorite. Game of the year, maybe. 
<laughs> All right, that's what we are playing. Cliff, what about you? Okay, good. Um, <laughs> uh, if we're not playing a game that you think maybe we should check out and give a little run through, let us know in our Discord, bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. That'll get you right in there. Um, also, make sure you check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash bitemepodcast for as low as a dollar a month, up to $10 a month. You can help support our show, and we will bring you fabulous content week in, week out. Um, yeah, and you get cool stuff in Discord, and when Cliff is not constantly brain dead, he will remember to send things out in the mail, like stickers and magnets and stuff and things. So, like I said, up to $10 a month, it's our producer level, and we will say your name right here on our little show. Do you have the, do you have the names? Because I do. Good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we want, hopefully this is the updated list. If this is not the updated list, well, we apologize. You can yell at us. And we'll say you twice next week. Yes, we will. All right. So the guy down under that I might see next week, Operator Jack. Thank you, sir. John Tippins. Thank you. Up here in Seattle. Good friend of mine. Megan Phillips. We appreciate you. Tom McDermott. Also love that money. Austin Palmer. Alan Schulte. Joe Cole Jr. Mr. Joe Coleslaw. Always a pleasure. Kevin Schuld, who is... Getting married soon, right? Yeah, I think. Or did he? He didn't already get married. No. No, okay. But I know it's coming. So uh, congratulations to you. And also that one guy, we love him, Davinny, Davinster. Hey, yo. That guy. Uh, hey, there. Like I said, if you want to uh, support us through Patreon, it's patreon.com slash bite me podcast. B Y T E me podcast. And with that, We come to our next portion of the show where I remind you to rate us and review us on whatever platform you listen to our show because that helps us get our audio into the ears of other people who like the same things we do. I mean like invading your ear holes. (laughs) All up in your ear holes. Yeah, rate us, review us, and follow us wherever you may listen to us. And with that, we get to our next segment of news. Yes. Um, All right, so PAX, real quick, because I wasn't there. Did I miss anything? I don't think so. Okay. And that's kind of the unfortunate reality, at least for me. Right. Other people, Cliff might have, I don't know, that, and that's why I don't want to spend too much time talking about PAX, because I'm sure Cliff will want to do it, and we'll do it together. Um, I did not spend a lot of time there this year, because I didn't feel like I needed to. I was a little underwhelmed overall. Um, mm. And I think, I'm trying to figure out why. And part of it, I came to conclusions like, the, what was the big game to demo at PAX? Borderlands 3. When does Borderlands 3 come out? Next week. Next week. Why would I wait in a line to demo a game that comes out next week? Well. I'm not going to. Okay. Um, I'd like to come like, up with I, some reason. I'm looking at all these people that are waiting to demo a game that they're going to buy next week and play. Like, I just, I, there's a disconnect for me there. Maybe you want to, and that's fine. I'm I'm glad you have that opportunity. Um, Other than that, Death Stranding was there, I guess, in a giant box that you could not see unless you waited in the line or got an appointment to do it. So I don't know. Like, maybe that was worth it. I don't know. Did you not go into that? No, because, I mean, you have to, like, get a... a, Especially the Sony stuff is all appointment-based. So you have to, like, get an appointment right away for that stuff i think oh wow um other big game was like monster monster hunter iceborne, iceborne. or yeah, whatever the new expansion so they had for a monster huge hunter dragon out there um 
Maybe that was cool. Predator had a pretty cool booth. I didn't even know there was a Predator game. Um, generally, I really enjoy the teeny build area, but their big game that they were pushing this time was Graveyard Keeper, and they had a bunch of switches that you could lay in a casket and play Graveyard Keeper, which was cool, but I already have played Graveyard Keeper. I have it. And so, like, part- why would you? So that's my question. And Tiny Gold is here in Seattle, right? I don't, I think so. Yeah, that's because that's or maybe wh- they did, didn't they do, um, Hello Neighbor? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I went and uh, I play tested a game there. Yeah. So, uh, about a month or so ago. And I understand for like smaller games, sometimes that's how you get your game out there, right? right. Like, I get that. But I'm like, that's, there's nothing for me there. It was a bunch of games that I'd already seen, played. Yeah. Et cetera. So that's fair. It, there was not a big draw for me. And I think that kind of became like my realization as we were there for a while. And then we ended up just picking out a board game and we went home and played it. And it, it was the, a blast, right? So um, I got the new Lord of the Rings Journeys in Middle Earth oh, yeah? board game by Fantasy Flight. And it's fantastic. Um, Good to know. But that's kind of how I felt about PAX overall. And maybe next year will be great. I don't know. Okay. Um, it it was just, it was an interesting experience, I guess. Cool. Well, you are really selling it on me, and I cannot <laughs> wait to maybe not go again next right, year. Like, <laughs> at this point, I don't know if you want to go. I, I, you know, uh, next year, I'm going to make a point. Well, no, next year, I can't say that because all these fun things that I like yeah. to do in my life also happen on Labor Day right. weekend. I mean, I already, I've already told myself I'm not going to PAX next year because I want to do something with my long weekend, yeah. right? Um, but <laughs> it, I don't – I kind of want to save part of what I was thinking for right. a question we have later. Yeah, do but that. Um, there's also like we know so much about games just – Mm-hmm. That these big shows don't do a lot because right. we know too much already. Then nothing is ever a secret. There's never a big reveal. So it's like you go to these big shows to see stuff you already know about, right? right. Like it's never actually revealing or demoing something that we haven't already seen. Or mm. so I gotcha. don't know. Well, tune in next week for more packs. Uh, news and reviews and stuff when Cliff is here because yeah, have, I have no idea what y'all are he, talking about. He played way more than I did, so he'll have like individual games. Like, and like you're definitely going to be able to discover things, so he'll be the one to Got know it. know those things. But my takeaway is Hotshot Burn is great. Download it, play it. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, so Gears Five is almost here. When is when is that landing I officially? I think we get it late tomorrow night. Okay, I think it's, yeah, a, I think I think it's a Friday release. It. It's preloadable now. Yeah. Um, so that's a pretty big deal. And this is also something that was funny to me. I was at ID at Xbox, and this was the big game they were demoing. They had a bunch of systems out. The line was huge. And I'm like, guys, it's, it's this out game comes out in a week, and it's free if you have Game Pass, right? right? So it's like you're waiting for a game that you can demo. Like, I'm just going to go home and play this game right. for no cost. So, but... Gears of War is a big franchise, so this is kind of a big deal. And how did it, how did it look? Because it the looks last, beautiful. Does it? Because I played Gears Four, yeah. and I really liked it. Um, and yeah, it looked insane. Because that does, was the like, first. The game's the gorgeous. F- it's always been one of the most gorgeous games. The right. first one was the best looking game at that time. The second, same like all the way until now. Yeah, the game's gorgeous. So, and you now have the extra bonus of. Having Dave Bautista as a playable character is his like is his like ultimate weapon or whatever. Just like a barrage of tweets defending uh, what's his name James Gunn. James Gunn. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, 
Dave Bautista looks like a character from Gears of War. He, he, He's pushing sure to he play is. Marcus Phoenix in Gears of War, but this is at least what we're getting. So <laughs> that's all I wanted to say. That's funny. It's kind of news. And he is kind of a he is a working, living Gears character. Like he looks like one. Um, <laughs> I never thought of that till now. So, that's, I can't unsee that image right. now. <laughs> so you're going to be able to play as him in this game, which is... It's okay. Interesting. And this world is getting so weird where this guy was a wrestler. Now, now it's getting weird? Well, like, this guy was a wrestler, and you can wrestle with him in wrestling games where you were this wrestling oh, character. Oh, you're talking about Dave Bautista? Yeah. Okay. And then he went and did movies and stuff, and now we're, like, coming back, and he's, like, playing a character in a video game. They're like, you're going to be able to play as him in a Gears of War, but I've wrestled as him in this <laughs> WWE game. And he if was there's also a, a guardian at a bar, and if there's a like a Guardians of the Galaxy game, you can play as Drax. Like I don't know, maybe I don't. This is I don't know. I mean, I hey, know. it's he's good for this guy. Marketability. I mean, make yourself available everywhere. It doesn't matter where, mm-hmm. as long as it's everywhere. Good job, Dave. Um, see if thieves news. Tell me more about that because I was not aware. There are no links in my show notes this week. That I no. don't do for myself, clearly. Um, but so Sea of Thieves, is there more content on the way? What's going Big on? Big update next week, and this one gets pets, apparently. Ooh. So like any kind like uh, so they're like introducing that. a microtransaction store, so you'll actually okay. be able to purchase I heard things that was like coming. a monkey. I don't think they put a lot of information out there. You just kinda know it's happening. Okay. Which is kind of interesting. Um that next week you'll be able to have like a monkey or a parrot, maybe. I don't know. It's very exciting. I'm though, okay for with us. all of them booty snatchers out there oh that'll be fun um and that's coming next week and that's it, that's really the big part of the update is the animals and yeah, microtransactions. I think so and then they're they're doing a lot more updates now that they've done their big update so mm-hmm. there's going to be a more consistent update schedule with content new things um to do within the game so and you've kind of got to give it to uh this is rare right yes you gotta gotta give it to rare and the team working on this because they have been pumping out content for this for a year now and quality of life stuff here and there but big updates as well once in a while um and it's if you've got game pass it's free and actually, I want to say that even if you bought the game outright, all this content is coming to you. You're not paying any extra for nope. this DLC. And now the only thing they're doing to make a little money is throwing right. some microtransactions for pets. definitely going to have a pet. So. And that's kind of the way I feel like to do it. Like it doesn't – I'm guessing it's not going to feel super intrusive. It's not going to be like they're constantly spamming you with messages. With, yeah, it's just like if you want a pet, you can buy one. I'm like, right. that's fine. I it's like totally that. fine. So – Cool. Well, uh, there's that, basically your Xbox update. Um, let's go over to Nintendo because they yep. had a direct today on right. uh, September 4th at around 3 o'clock Pacific time, I believe. Right, which is mostly, I think, what we're going to talk about today. Um, let's do it. There's a lot of stuff. It was about a 40-minute um, presentation. Yes. And to start off, this direct is kind of one of the problems I have with how we... Um, receive video game news okay. and why PAX is less interesting now. Okay. Because n- hours before this Nintendo Direct where they were going to announce something, it got leaked. Okay. So this is my point. We know so much that PAX can't be interesting anymore because it never has anything for us that we okay. don't already know. Because Overwatch is coming to Switch. 
But right. we knew that just before the director was about to announce it because it got leaked, right? And um, I, uh, I, uh, I was listening to one of the IGN podcasts last week, and right. there was some. It was I think it was on their NVC, and there was something. Where they saw a video or a, a graphic right. of something. Right. It always gets out somehow. Yeah. Um, and so, they were like, oh, I wonder if Overwatch is coming to the Switch because how cool would that be? Right. So, like, Nintendo Direct got announced and everyone's like, oh, they're going to announce Overwatch because this retailer leaked it or whatever. And it's like, yes, I understand. It's an inevitability. It's going to happen. But, like, that's kind of why these things aren't interesting to me, though. But anyway, Overwatch is coming to the Switch October 15th. Um Great. Are you going to get it? Probably not. I don't think Switch is where I'm going to play this. I couldn't um, imagine playing Overwatch on Switch. It's cool that you can. Now, let's say we're in a world where we can have crossplay everywhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And with Maybe the, I would buy with it again. Nintendo's already, you know, short history in the online world, like crossplay has already become a thing with right. Fortnite, with Rocket League, with, oh, there was something else I'm pretty sure. I can't um, remember, though, but yeah. I'm drunk. It's fine. But... So maybe that is reality that I would take it on the go That's cool, to then. play in a hotel room or something. Mm-hmm. Not to say the Wi-Fi would be good enough to sustain me playing Overwatch, but I don't know. I, I honestly, uh, I just, oh wait, nope, not, I'm, I'm wrong. Never mind, carry on. Um, <laughs> and uh, next big thing, uh, a lot of Super Smash Bros. news for the Super Smash players out there. Um, Banjo-Kazooie is available now. Apparently, right after the Direct, Banjo-Kazooie was going to be playable um, to get us ready for the inevitable return of Banjo-Kazooie himself. But we also knew that Banjo-Kazooie was coming to Yeah, we did, but he's available now. That's kind of cool. Because, yeah, they never said when. They were just like, he's on the way. Right, it's kind of how they do it, and then they just like, here, they're there. Right. Um, (laughs) And they did announce the next character for Smash, which I am unfamiliar with, Terry from Fatal Fury. Who just looks like Ken from Street Fighter? <laughs> oh yeah, look at that. Um, His name is Terry Bogard. So he oh, is from King of Fighters. Okay, yeah, I'm familiar. Um, I knew I knew that because I'm looking but, at him and I'm like, I, yeah, I know who that is. So we have Terry from Fatal Fury as our four of the five characters coming with the character pass. Um, so they've announced four of the five, but wait. There will be more. So this is not the final five characters that will be in, added to Smash. There will be more. How are they? Because um, so, that's going to bring the roster to what? Like, like a million. <laughs> give or take. <laughs> to be, to throw some hyperbole on it. Um, but wow. Yeah, so they're going to announce another character soon. Probably when they release Terry Bogard. Um and then there will be a, probably a character pass two and maybe three. Who knows? Who knows? Because um, this game, they're going to milk this one for as long as they possibly right. can. And as I they should. Can. Yeah. Um, because Smash is a game that people will play <clears throat> for the entirety lifetime of the Switch. And oh, yeah. even if there is another system that is different from the Switch, people will play Smash until there is another Smash to play somewhere else where they can Smash. <laughs> um All right. So give us characters. Here you go. Um, um, so I'm interested in this next one just because I've always heard a lot of good things about this game. Right. Uh, I just never got in. I never played it because it's kind of like a Diablo-y kind of game. Yeah, but more like Baldur's Gate, I think. Okay. Like the older Baldur's Gate games that I are like those, the true it? RPGs that yeah. were like like playing Dungeons & Dragons yeah. on a computer. But like technical Dungeons & Dragons, not so much role-playing Dungeons & Dragons. But mm-hmm. still with the role-playing because it's still an RPG. But... Um, Divinity Original Sin 2 
or Divinity Two Original Sin. I think it's I it's know. Divinity Original, Original Sin, Sin Two. Yeah. Um, which does look like a game I've been interested to play it. I just haven't got it for the right price because I don't know if I'm actually going to enjoy and it for that long. I don't know if $50 is necessarily right. the right price for me to try it. Exactly. I think you can actually get it on PC for a for song ch- and a dance. Right. Maybe um, a little tap. But it is coming to Switch, but not only is it coming to Switch, but there was going to be cloud save between Steam and the Switch. Which so, is so cool. That is awesome. Yeah. And that's the exact thing that... I don't know, maybe it does draw me into something like this, even though I might have to have it in two places, but maybe that is incentive enough if you get it with a deal on one that you'll pick it up on the other, and right. if that works pretty flawlessly, that'd be pretty cool. That would be very cool. Uh, this next one, I actually, I had an N64, I just never, ever played this game, because I pretty yep. much, my N64 was a Super Mario 64 machine, right. and that was it, so I never played um, Doom 64. Nope, but it's the 25th anniversary of N64. Um, I believe 94. No. Yeah. N64 came out 96, 97. It came after, it came out after the PS1. I don't think so. Cause they said 25th anniversary during really? Nintendo direct. No way. That didn't come out 94. Fact checking. We are going to do this. Let's see. It came out in. June of 96. 96. What were they talking about then? Maybe it was the Doom 25th anniversary? Probably then, which is confusing. That I love having the internet right here. Yep, it was first okay. released December 10th, 1993. So we're coming up on the 20... It's the 25th. This is the 25th year of Doom. Okay, the 25th year of Doom then. They made this big deal about N64 though, so that was very... It was, Weird. That was a very strange presentation part then. Um, yeah, I'm doing the math um, in my head, and it's it's hard, but I think it's right. So, no, that that all makes sense now. So, but why do they even care about Doom? Anyway, <laughs> they're re-releasing Doom 64 on there the you Switch. Go. Which I don't know. Was that different than the other Dooms? I guess. I, I think it was. I think but it's it was not the, even the 25th anniversary. But I think it was because Doom 64 was the first time you could play a 3D Doom game on a console. Okay. I, th- I think if, if my logical brain is working today, which it's not usually. But there you go. So Doom 64 is getting a re-release. Woohoo! Um, now, let's talk about Pokemon Sword and Shield. Because <laughs> that's um, also coming. And that's coming in November. Yes. Yes. Um, so they they announced like four things about Pokemon um, Sword and Shield, but the big one was like there's like a lot of customization options, so it's not just like choose your hat. <laughs> so there's there's actually like a lot of accessorizing. So you will kind of have a personal looking, more personal looking character, which is kind of cool, I guess. So you're not just like avatar you're just not um, like hey look at i'm every other pokemon trainer that's ever trained a pokemon and then pokemon they had game. this big bluebird pokemon at the end too i can't Ooh, remember it's one of the legendaries maybe I, I think it was just a big bird that's entirely possible um anyway uh that wasn't as exciting as just the game coming out in november will be great um cool cool but i think the big probably uh, the thing that people are most excited before they because it wasn't we didn't already kind of know this game was coming, for example. Right. Like, we already know Pokemon is coming, so mm-hmm. cool, we can customize stuff. But what are we getting? Uh, well, when you told me this, I was like, wait, what are you talking about? And this also 
circles back to what I was listening to again on one of the IGN podcasts because those guys always hear it. There was a patent for a specific type of controller that hit, and everybody's like, oh, I bet you that's what this means, and that means what? Tell me. The Super Nintendo Entertainment System Online. Woohoo! So if you have your Nintendo Switch online service and can use the Nintendo Entertainment System Online to play old retro games, now you can play Super Nintendo retro games. Um, And it's available when? Tomorrow, Tomorrow. September 5th. Yeah, so Thursday, the um, day that this show goes live if you're not a patron. And they got 20 games. Um, I think most of the good ones are there, as well as some that you probably aren't familiar with but might want to give a try. Well, I think it's funny that this is coming just a year after they released the SNES Classic. Right. Because there's so many games that are on here that are on the SNES Classic. Right. But there's a handful of games on the SNES Classic you can't get yet. But I'm sure they'll show up. So let's go through this list because yep. there are a handful of these that are just bonkers good. So let me know if you know some of these games that I don't know. Yeah, okay. Because um, you might have played them. Uh, we got Brawl Brothers. Never played it. Demon's Crest. I have played it. Joe and Mac 2, Lost in the Tropics. Uh, I didn't play that one, but I do know the Joe and Mac games, and they are freaking fun. Kirby's Dreamland 3. Never played it, but I'm familiar. The Kirby games are fun. Those are games yeah. I never really played, and then I like went back and played. Like, I didn't when realize they had the... how old that character was. Right. I, d- I don't know how I never really saw those games growing up. Yeah. Um, Star Fox. Woohoo! Uh, Super EDF Earth Defense Force. Never played that, but I know it's people a, love see, that game. See, that's an old franchise, too, mm-hmm. because it's something I never would have thought it was a Super Nintendo game. Super Mario Kart. Yep. Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. Which is arguably one of the best platformers ever made. Super Puyo Puyo 2. Yes. Super Tennis. I hear it's super. Breath of Fire. I know that one. F-Zero. I know that one. Because they won't just give us a new one. <laughs> I know. Let's Like, let's... that's the one game. Please give us a new one. <laughs> right? How many Wipeout games were there? Do you remember Wipeout? It's very similar. Yeah. It came out on the PS1. How many Wipeout games have they made? And that friend, it's good. Those are, they're great games. Yeah. But F-Zero is just like such a classic. Kirby's Dream Course. Uh-huh. Pilot Wings. Yep. Stunt Race FX. Don't know that one. Super Ghouls and Ghosts. I love that one. Super Mario World. Which Super Ghouls and Ghosts, I was never able to get past like maybe the second or third level. Yeah. It's so punishingly difficult. Uh, Super Mario World, yay. Super Metroid. A lot of people's Super Soccer. Game. It's Super 2. The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. Oh, that's a shock. I'm kidding. Well, there it is. Yay. I'm super excited about that because I grew up with a Nintendo. Well, I didn't grow up with a Nintendo. I got a Nintendo Entertainment System when I quote unquote graduated fifth grade. And my parents were like, we went to went to the Ponderosa Steakhouse, and they gave me this big box of something. I'm like, for this, it was a gift. And it's right around my birthday, too, so I opened it. It was an NES, but I was also 10 at the time. So, I mean, it wasn't, it, it was nice. It was great. I loved it. But I came in, you know, about halfway through the system's life, and I had my games that I wanted to play because I'd already played them at my friends. Um, so I'm looking forward to... Uh, the SNES because that was the system that I played the most games on. Right. And then PS1 was just stupid, crazy fun. So, yeah. And another game you like, Yay! Tetris 99 2.0 is also coming tomorrow. Did they say what's going to be different about uh, this? There's adding a mode called Invictus, which is like a survival mode. Oh, okay. Um, so, I don't really know what that means, and I couldn't really gather exactly what it meant from watching the Nintendo Direct. Um, but there will be an added mode, um, and I think they're doing some other, th- like, updates within the game. Um, but they're calling it 2.0. Uh, 
Uh, um, and what's this other one? Games, games, games. They just showed a bunch of games. Yeah. So there's a lot of other games coming. Um, I'm not going to talk about all of them individually. Right. No, 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 no. Individually. Um, it's fine. And then they showed off uh, more Animal Crossing. Which um, is next stuff, year. Which is coming in March, I believe. Okay. Um, but it looks looks cute. They're showing off more detailed about like how the game looks. And it looks pretty looks cute it looks good um and then at the very end they did show xenoblade chronicles so i think is that the more is that the one that they put out on, on the wii u at the end yes of, that i want to really play th- i um, want to play that game so really badly xenoblade chronicles definitive edition um, oh good because i've got xenoblade 2 or whatever the one is on the switch yeah because it's not the it's not a chronicles game it's a xeno Blade or Xenogear yeah. or something. Yeah, it's a franchise I'm not real familiar with, but... I always wanted to play that one, though. Um, yep, Definitive Edition coming to Switch. Yes. All right, there's all your news for the week, and uh, yeah, that's, that's that. So let's get into questions. We're going to get through this because I've got... I need to go. I know. I've got things to do, but I'm I'm here for you. Um, so let's get into questions. We have one this week from Megan, who is Angel Girl. Also, it's Eddie, Joe Coleslaw, and Optimist Prime. But first, we start with uh, yo, this guy, that guy. Hey, yo, why are you interrupting us? Oh, and I want to talk to him at some point because he's been doing a lot of streaming. Well, he streams a lot, but he's been streaming uh, Blair Witch, mm-hmm. which I really it, it got really good reviews or favorable reviews yeah. being fairly well received. And it's on PC and Xbox Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And I've got it on PC. I want to put it on my Xbox. wonder if cross saves will work. I'd imagine. I don't, I don't, I don't know. quite know how it works. I don't know, but I want to play it. So then he wants to know, how does public perception come into effect in terms of games and their reviews? I asked you primarily because of a soon-to-be-released game, Gears 5, and a critically acclaimed game, Spider-Man. According to reviews, both IGN, Gears 5 actually received a higher review by point one. But not the point than Spider-Man did. Yet for some reason, I hear very little excitement or hype for Gears. Whereas for months, I heard the best of things about Spider-Man. Why do you think this is? Are the differences between consumers of Sony and Xbox really all that different? That some are more vocal? Sorry for the long question, but it's the only way I knew how to get my question across properly. Yeah. I think this is actually <clears throat> pretty interesting. And I have uh, I have one hypothesis that I think is kind of outside of... I saw some discussion about it, and I agreed with a lot of it because I think it's a lot of things I, in this particular case. I've got one particular um, answer, but yeah. So, what do you? What What would be your so, guess? So, my thought it's is a best guess. Right? Yeah, my thought is that just the sheer saturation of Marvel in our pop culture for fifty plus years mm-hmm. has made Spider Man such a marquee kind of character and ideal and whatever. That when you say Spider-Man, he's so well-liked just across the board by just about everybody. Right. You say Spider-Man, everybody knows who Spider-Man is. Everybody knows what's he's all, what he's all about. And the fact that this game is coming out with a great review makes you want to – you can be this character. Right. Whereas the Gears franchise, which also is freaking fantastic, it is such a complete 180, a million miles an hour in the opposite direction. And it's more for like – I think Gears games are more – uh, tailored for hardcore gamers. You wanted to say geared. <laughs> I geared. Yeah, I did. But um, you know what I mean? Like gears, yeah. like that's where the hardcore gamers are. And right. they're there for gears. Gears has made its way towards the top of, you know, gaming pop culture. Yeah. But it's still not on the level of a Marvel character. Right. So I um, think it's just sheer knowledge. And I don't think he meant to compare it specifically to Spider-Man, but 
it was just kind of an example in this case. Okay. Um, but I think by comparing it to Spider-Man, it is kind of, I don't know if it's the best comparison because yes, Spider-Man is like universally probably the favorite superhero. I know Spider-Man's up there as yeah. like popularity wise. Like when um, you hear superhero, you think Batman, Superman, yeah. Spider-Man, Wolverine. Yeah. It's, he's, so he's one of the top people. So I think there is kind of a, an acclaim to that. And then, um, also, you hear people say, oh, a good a superhero game that's good? Finally, right? right. So I think that's um, another thing. But as to not talk so much about why Spider-Man got more praise and maybe why Gears is maybe lacking mm-hmm. um, in this case, um, one, fatigue. It is Gears 5. Mm-hmm. I think at some point... Um, there will be some amount of fatigue to any any game. That's I think at some point they stripped the numbers off, like how we kind of rebooted God of War, for example, instead of calling it God of War Four. Obviously, it was a different storyline, but right. that's so is this right? Um, in some probably in some way, it can be a reboot at any time, and you can just kind of strip the number off. Um, but there's probably a little bit of fatigue in there. Um, the showrunner behind this game is not a part of it anymore um being cliffy b right right whether you like this guy or not um he was a force with this game like that guy does have vision maybe that's a part of it um and then i also would say the the appeal of this game like call of duty is to the bro gamer in quotations so those games are never going to get the same praise that mm-hmm. a, a, a more compelling piece of art video game is. Like, this is a testosterone-filled game. Obviously, it looks great, as do Call of Duty games and stuff. Like, they are great technical achievements. Mm-hmm. But just like blockbuster movies, they're kind of just kind of pushed to the side, as maybe they are, because... Uh, just blowing stuff up for spectacle isn't always the most um, methodically told and um, nuanced story or experience, right? So even if it it is a nine point whatever or something according to IGN, the games are themselves differently. Um, You can enjoy two movies the same, but you can say... This is a movie that stands the test of time. This was a good movie to watch, right? Right. And you could still come away with the same enjoyment of those of those things, but they can be different. And now my kind of outside-the-box hypothesis for this one uh-huh. is um, this game's coming to Game Pass. Did they put the marketing dollars behind it? I, they don't. It's one of those where you don't need to. Right. So, but that the same way that Netflix spent more money than any movie ever has to try to get a movie an Oscar, right? You put money behind things, they get out and they get marketed, and that's when they get the praise, right? Right. So, if they don't want to market the game, it's just not going to get the attention, right? Right. Well, and it's one of those. It's like it it doesn't need the attention, right? It doesn't need it. This is the thing, and they're not trying to sell it, right? Because most people are going to play it on Game Pass, right? 
It's the fifth game in the franchise. People who play this know what they're getting into. People who have not played this know what they're getting into because it's the fifth game. Right. So they don't need to sell it. The game, the name of it sells itself. Right. So I don't, so. I don't honestly don't know what kind of marketing they put behind this. But well, the marketing I they didn't put be- see a lot, honestly. The marketing so. they put behind it was all, I mean, uh, E3, PAX. ID at Xbox. Yeah. That's where they put the marketing behind it because it's like they just want they want regular everyday people. That's where that's why the term influencer is such a thing now because yeah. it doesn't matter if IGN's playing it and reviewing it. It doesn't matter if these big review houses or publications are doing it anymore. With all these, it's not really exclude. There's no exclusivity yeah. to it anymore. With all the so. influencer can or the influencer culture that's going on, it's yeah. like you get you know 500 people through your doors to play this game. They're going to talk about it. They're right. going to do your marketing. It's a very for you. different world. Yeah. And I think we're going to see that increasingly more soon. And this might be <laughs> an instance where you noticed it more than it just has been lately. Because mm-hmm. um, we're definitely trending that way. But That's fair. I mean, if it saves you money, hey, if you're giving away a game for free. You don't right. really have a marketing budget. <laughs> right. I mean. Saying. But I think most people, especially now, most people with an Xbox will probably have Game Pass, especially now that they kind of have bundled it with the online service, mm-hmm. right? So there's very few people that are probably buying this game. True. Because you do, you yeah, that's true. I, I'm just, I'm wondering, like, have it. how many people are actually purchasing this game? So therefore, you don't really need to, you just need to let people know, hey, it is coming out, right? Right, like, hey, it's That's, there, that's really it. all you need to do. Um, so I think, I'm curious how much of our perceptions actually been affected by that. Um, and it might be more than I think, just because I can only know from my own experience. But anyway, that's fair. Well, there is that. Thank you, uh, Vinny, for that question. Up next, Megan Angel Girl seventy one ninety five uh, wants to know what games, if any, would you like to see ported over to consoles or PC next? I would say. Everything you could possibly put on the Switch, do it. Just do it. Just do it. I mean, they're bringing Overwatch, which is what, a four-year-old game now? Yeah. About, it's going, yeah, it's or no, on three. its fourth year, I think. It's, yeah. Um, so that's being brought to Switch. Um, they can do that. You see what they're doing with the Doom games and the Wolfenstein games yeah. on Switch? Just put everything on Switch. I, wanted to, I want some more, like, turn-based games on the Switch. Okay. I don't. I was trying to like scroll like through a and tactics find. Yeah, game. I wanted to play more tacticsy game on the Switch, and I was kind of scrolling through last night, and I really didn't find anything I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what game that is. Like, but I wanted to play like. Ultimately, I think I wanted to play Mutant Year Zero or whatever that game is, but I didn't want to pay for it because I have it for free on right. Xbox and is Epic. it on Switch? It is. Oh, yes. Crap! I didn't even um, know that. But you have to purchase it. So, yeah. but like that's the game I wanted to play. Except I wanted to be in bed. So I needed both of those things to be able to exist at the same time, and I was kind of bummed out. So I looked for other things that I might be able to get a cheaper game or something. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what was the one that I... But the, I would have liked to have, like, maybe even Blood Bowl, which is a game I really enjoy. I just want some, like, grid-based combat. Right. Give me some grid-based combat now. I wish they would bring back um, Vandal Hearts from the PS1 or the PS2. Vandal Hearts was this 3D grid-based uh, tactics kind of game that you could rotate the map and and everything. I think it was PS1. Um, and I – it was glorious because you would fire an arrow if you were an archer. Obviously, you'd fire an arrow. And if you got the kill shot, just the amount of pixelated, over-the-top, Quentin Tarantino-style bloodletting was amazing. And it's so great. And I could totally see that being on Switch. So I'd love to see Vandal Hearts ported over. Yeah. Eventually. Because that would be good. 
Um, as far as like newer games right now, it would be really cool if Sony and Nintendo would kind of get together like Xbox and or Microsoft and Nintendo have and bring some of those old uh, God of War games to the Switch. I would love to see right. that because those would be fun. Those would fit really well, I mm-hmm. think, um, as they did on the PSP. Oh, yeah, the Vita. I've got the God of War collection on the Vita right. and uh, God of War 1, 2, Chains of Olympus, and Ghost of Sparta. Yeah. Um, and they're great. Because I got the uh, the Chains of Olympus and Ghost of Sparta. Those are the mm-hmm. PSP ones, right? Yeah. And I got those when they put them on PS3 later, mm-hmm. I think. And they do play a little differently because they were meant to play on the handheld. Right. So I didn't really finish those. And the texture packs that they used uh, and, and the and the stuff you so can tell. It was it was a little res. the experience wasn't quite God right. of War um, like the top tier of God of War, right? So um, stuff like that, I would I would definitely like to see that on the Switch because I think especially like if you like kind of just updated those a little bit as they probably were kind of updated when they remastered them. Mm-hmm. They'd probably look really good to play handheld on the on the right switch. On the like they would probably look pretty solid with that screen. The way yeah. just everything is just crunched. Right, down. it makes Definitely. like stuff just looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the right size. So, oh, speaking of, I did get to see a Switch Lite in person. Oh at yeah, packs like that was also a highlight because it looks great Does and it? it looks like it's the perfect size. So I'm very excited. You didn't get to hold it though. I didn't get to uh, hold it. They have it like they behind were, glass. Yeah, or they were in the pretty black class cases i don't know if there were playable ones somewhere i didn't look very hard um because i wasn't gonna wait in line for like luigi's mansion 3 like as much as i want to play that game but again i'm gonna play it when it comes out right. like i'm not gonna wait in line to play <laughs> luigi's mansion 3 but those switch lights look great nice person. uh all right thank you megan for that question up next it's eddie he it's wants to it's eddie it's eddie um who is your favorite who's your personal favorite final boss so first of all, you you have to understand you're talking to somebody who doesn't really finish games. So <laughs> <laughs> I've never been there. Um, of the games I finished, well, clearly of the games I finished, who's who would be a favorite final boss? Yours is Ganon. No, no. Ganon Bowser a Dick. Um, well, like just like I I like Bowser specifically in Bowser sixty four when you had to like grab his tail. Oh yeah, and sixty four yeah. or Mario sixty four. Mario sixty four, yeah. yeah. And you have to swing him around? Yeah. I was like, I remember that playing great. that for the first time, and I'm like, how am I supposed to beat this yeah. guy? Oh, I need to, oh, I need, I know how to remember do Remember when now. games were brutally hard like that? Like, uh, you didn't huh? even know what you were supposed to do, and you just kind of figured it out? Yeah. Now we got these real easy games. Well, I don't know if they're easy. They're, they're like, this is yeah. what you have to do. They but just we're tell you what really to do? Hard. Yeah. Um, so games that I finished, um, I mean... Bowser is Bowser's a pretty good one, man. Right. It's hard not to pick Bowser in this question, yeah. I think. He's just the classic. Um He is. And it's like even up until like uh what was the new Mario game? Odyssey. Like even those Bowser designs in that game are great. Like I think they've always found interesting ways. Sometimes they've gotten a little easy. Like I, I thought even the bosses along the <laughs> way in Odyssey, like the uh what were they called? They were his uh they weren't Koopa cousins, were they? Were they cousins? It was the Koopa. Uh, yeah, they're the cousins, but they the like the Brutals. Oh yeah, is that yeah, what they yeah. called them? Yeah, yeah. Like I they thought were. they were a little easy sometimes. They were. Is, it's, they it's were a Mario weren't game. they like it's weird fine. rabbits or something? Yeah, yeah. But um, like I thought all the designs were fun though. It was they like were. even though it was easy, they were fun and clever and interesting for the most part. So. For sure. Yeah, basically um, any Mario game, any Bowser or. 
or iteration of. I do like uh, the Dracula fights at the end of Castlevania games. Yeah. Those are really, really good. So. Um. All right. Thank you for that question, Angel Girl. Up next, we have a question from the one and only. I'm sorry. That was It's Eddie. My bad. Yeah. I got that backwards. Uh, thank you for that question. It's Eddie. Up next, Joe Coleslaw has one for us. What video game soundbite would you give to everyday situations or emotions? Like a surprise noise or a payday kind of sound effect. What would we do? What would we use? Um, we actually thought about this. We're surprised? Yes. We decided that links. Which one was it? The, was the, the secret, secret noise? Yeah, like when you blow up uh, the cracks in the wall and you've yeah. got a secret room. Yeah. It's way, way higher, but I can't do that. Yeah. Because, you know, things. That's a really good one. Um, payday. Mm-hmm. Joe suggested Mario Wahoo, which Woo-hoo! is pretty good, but I think I have to go with just like you punch the block and you get the money, the right. coin sound. There's so many coin noises like that or the Sonic coin. Yeah. Like, like, that's a good one too. Any, any mixture of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just give me money. Because I'm getting so many paydays, I need a lot of noises. <laughs> I really don't get paid that much very often. <laughs> so, um, all right. So let's say, what if you are angry? What noise would you want to emanate from your body if you were angry? If I was angry. Grr. The falling thwomps. Oh, yeah. Grr. <laughs> <laughs> what, if you, <laughs> what if you were angry and that noise came out of you? You were like, and, I just and then you on just people. fell. No, you just you just fell over. Yeah. <laughs> and if there's a child in the way, well, that child just died. Yeah, good. <laughs> oh God, good riddance. That got dark. Um, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy. Uh, oh, that would be great. The happy, happy, joy, joy song. You had a good one for this. Uh, what did? I, oh, <laughs> what was it? Oh yeah. So whenever um, I remember playing on the Sega Genesis at my friend's house because I had an SNES because I was superior. However, I did like when you plugged any Sega game in, Sega, <laughs> and it just made me very happy. I don't know why. Probably because I heard a video game singing to me. So that was good. All right. Let's say you had a bad day. You've taken one down. No, that's a song. <laughs> what, was, what did we decide on? Um, <laughs> Oh, it's the, yeah. the Bowser laughing at you when you die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the sound's not coming from you. The sound is actually mocking you. <laughs> <laughs> You're just having a bad day and... <laughs> he just made it worse. My Bowser impression is awful. Eh, most Bowser impressions are. And then finally, uh, a driving incident, say an accident, maybe you got yeah, a ticket. Maybe you're getting decimated. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Um. So Mega Man... Going, when he dies and he goes... I guess when the bad guys die too, right? Do they do nope. the same thing or is it just Mega Oh, maybe. Man? They go. Yeah. I, I can't even make I, that noise. Like, but if you know Mega Man yeah. games, like the animation is you lay, let's say you land on the spikes because those are one hit kills and I and hate those things. Little, Balls of energy. Yeah. And you go, God, I can't make I can't that even noise. like, it's, it's so hard to hear in my head and then mimic it. It's such a crunchy eight bit right. noise. It's just not. It is not an organic sound. No. That's the problem. <laughs> um, probably because he's a robot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there you go. There's your answer for all those noises. Yep. You're welcome. Thank you, Joe Coleslaw. Up next, Optimist Prime. If you were in Mortal Kombat, describe what your fatality would be. This is a very NSFW question. I mean, is it, though? Yeah. Because okay. I would. And. 
I don't. I can describe what you just did. Right. You punched your hand and no. pulled apart the air. I yeah. I, and then oh, and then oh, ah, no, yeah. that's so bad. Yeah, and then the spine would be like, you would grab and oh. you would the spine would follow. <laughs> that's you not, get it? It's that's not how, even attached. Yes. It doesn't matter. It's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it's not like you can actually do those things anyway. So my imagination is, you, you I the, would love, and then you. you then, I would then, love nothing more than if there's somebody who listens to this podcast that's an animator or or something of some kind. Like just based on what you heard, I want to see your version of what that would look like animated. <laughs> I would love to see that because I, I guarantee you're not going to get it. Yeah. But that's really gross. I would, I think my fatality, that's slightly less NSFW, you grab a large piece of paper and you give them huge paper cuts oh, in God. between their fingers or toes. I don't like that at all. It's awful. Um, and they I, would just, like, all the blood would pour out of them until they're a raisin. Oh, <laughs> Um, I'm pretty sure my fatality would be a very, very Pacific Northwest Seattle based kind of thing where I'm just so passive aggressive. Just walk by. I just, I'm no, I'm just so passive aggressive. They can't stand it. Their head explodes. Oh, thank you. Bye. I just said bye to my coworker who's wishing me a fun trip. Um, yeah, I would be just so passive aggressive that they give up on life and just wither away into nothingness. Yeah. That's pretty, it's a very Seattle thing to do or, or make them drink coffee until they explode. Just ignore them. Right. Well, that's about it. Yeah. That <laughs> one's good. Oh, God. That's a good one. Thank you, Optimus Prime. Uh, that's all our questions for the week. If you have questions for us, you can hit us up in Discord or jump on any of the socials and send us a message there. And let's wrap it up with some cheap free games on the Epic Store starting tomorrow. You have, or today, if you're listening to this, the day the show Thursday, goes up. Thursday. Thursday, September 5th. 5th through the 12th. The End is Nigh. But the game is also called The End is Nigh. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know this game, but it's free. Cool. Free. I love Free Fitty. And then a game Cliff adores. And me too. And you also. And, and I probably will finally play it now. It's on Game Pass. I it's don't, it doesn't matter. Everywhere. This game, I, I have it on Game Pass. I have it on PS4 because it came in a PS Plus. I have it in a Humble Bundle. I had it on some crazy Steam sale. And, and now, what is it? It's called Abzu. And it's super, super, super good. Yeah. You should play it. All right, and then on Xbox, Game Pass, and PC. Yep. I'm pretty sure these are all coming to PC as well. It, yeah, it does say PC beta in this little that photo here. That is what it looks like. We have Dead Cells, which is great. Uh, Gears 5, uh, duh. Uh, Creature in the Well. This game looks super interesting. I don't know how to describe it, but I really, really want to play it. Um, and that's coming to Game Pass as well as Shadow Warrior 2. Enter the Gungeon, which I hear really, really great things about. I can't it's read. It's pretty fun. It's hard. Is it? I can't read whatever this other one is. Goner? Goner. Go- okay. Uh, that game looks interesting. I was thinking about picking that up on the Switch. I don't know that one. Um, and also is Bad North, the Jotun edition, which I'm guessing is some type of Viking or Nordic yes, type I would go with that. game. That's what I'm guessing. So, yeah. All right, well, there you go. That's your cheap freebies for the week. Is Yay! All right, cool. Um, the show is done. We are leaving. You can find me online at NotGoodGamer, NotGoodGayMer, on Mixer, Twitch, 
uh, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, I know uh, some of us are planning to play Gears 5, I think. Um, I'm going to be on Since an we airplane. can preload it now, it'll be fun. You should do that. Um, also, make sure you like us, rate us, review us, find us online, follow us on all the socials at Bite Me Podcast, B-Y-T-E Me Podcast. It's BiteMePodcast.com slash humble if you'd like to support us and support charity at the same time because we are in a Humble Bundle affiliate. And you can get to BiteMePodcast.com slash Discord. That'll take you into our Discord. Woo-hoo. Cool. We are out. Have a great weekend. A great day. Yeah, it's a great, great day. And um, I will see y'all in two weeks.